Hyatt recently released a survey about a premium credit card that they might be releasing. Today, we're going to cover all the details and our predictions. Hi, my name is Sean. I'm the UC Berkeley graduate that created and taught the university-sponsored course on credit card rewards. I'm here with my co-host, Sherwin. Hi, everyone. I'm Sherwin. I'm a Stanford student who's really into the credit card points, miles, travel, hobby, here to share what I've learned along the way with you today. Uh, today's episode is Premium Hyatt Card Wishlist. So as many of you know, the World of Hyatt program has a co-branded credit card, which costs $95 a year and is issued by Chase. Um, the gist of it is that each year upon renewing it, you get an anniversary free night certificate, category one through four, which you know is pretty valuable considering you only paid $95 for the card. You can earn another $15,000, uh, or sorry, you can earn another free night certificate for spending $15,000 on the card. Uh, you get six or uh, five elite night credits just for having the card, and you earn two elite night credits for every five thousand dollars spent on the card. Are there any other benefits? Oh, you get discoverist status just by having the card, which is your first tier above member. Free water, um, <laughs> free water. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, yeah. Hey, don't forget they guarantee two p.m. late checkout to discoverists. So. That's okay. I'll give that. That's something. That's something. <laughs> Better than Miriam. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so, you know, this card has been on the market for a long time. Has it really been refreshed? I, I still think it's a very solid card, you know, a, a one through four certificate for $95 for context. Uh, category four hotel can range easily $200 to $400, depending on the property. So it almost always pays for itself. But that being said, Hyatt has never released a premium credit card in the you know two to four hundred, five hundred dollar annual fee range. Uh, Marriott has you know the Ritz Carlton and the Bombay Brilliant card, and Hilton has the Hilton Aspire card. They're around the you know five hundred fifty dollar annual fee ish range. But Hyatt doesn't have one. Um, you know, should they have one? What would one look like? So, Sean, why don't you tell us about um, this survey that recently came out? Yeah, so they have sent a survey, and there's a variety of potential talked-about benefits of this card. Now, we don't know which ones they would actually implement. We've seen things like this happen on the Aspire card and the Brilliant card, where they'll send out a survey. There's a bunch of theoretical benefits, and later, you know, they'll implement some of these. They'll change them around. So, first, they're going to change—the annual fee on this card, you know, proposed could be $250, $350, or $450. You would be uh, 3x spending on your top two categories, you know, and there'll be specific kind of preset categories— that your spending could fall into. You would receive 10 Elite Night credits at the beginning of the year instead of five on the lower tier card. You would have an annual category one to five certificate instead of a category one to four certificate. And these are all theoretical benefits. You could spend 25,000 to get an additional cat one to five certificate instead of the 15,000 that you need to spend on the lower tier card. Uh, you could combine category one to through four certificates like to with other certificates to get higher value certificates. So like one to six, one to eight. Uh, Sherwin, do you want to talk about some other benefits? There's some some more proposed ones as well. Yes. Uh, there's a talking about ability to extend the expiration date of certificates for uh, via spending on the card or perhaps a flat 5,000 point fee. Statement credits for Hyatt stays and on-premise expenses like food and beverage. Uh, there's talk about giving explorist status uh, for the first card member year, which is the level above Discoverist, um, and then Discoverist after that first year. Uh, and there was talk about doubled milestone rewards post-60 nights. 
um, which can now be more interesting given the recent changes that Hyatt has made to their milestone rewards that we talked about in a previous episode. So, Sean, what does the release of this survey tell you about what Hyatt and Chase might be thinking about? It tells me they're definitely working on releasing a premium card. I'm sure they've known that for a while. They've been lacking in the segment. The only other major chain that doesn't have an elite card is IHG. So we see they're, they're working on something and they're you know trying to figure out because there's a lot of different ways they could take this. With this survey, I'm not super impressed on some of the proposed changes, especially with the cat one to five. I mean, that's that's just low. So they're definitely working on something. In terms of a release date, no clue. You know, the closest recent example of a, of a comparable example we've seen to this is with the Hilton Aspire, where there were proposed changes to the Hilton Aspire sent out via a survey. And then I think it was like seven months later, eight, six to eight months later, something like that. Amex actually implemented the changes. Now, this is a new card, so it could take way longer. But... And those changes that Amex ended up doing were actually pretty different than what we saw in the survey. They were you know, similar to a degree, but in terms of the specific implementation, it was very different. So I wouldn't be surprised here if you know the survey doesn't exactly match up with the reality of a new premium Hyatt card. So with that said, Sherwin, what are your thoughts on what you would like to see with this card going forward? Yes. Well, before we get to a potential higher tier card, I think there are some changes that need to be made to the existing card uh, that I was reminded of when I saw this survey. It was interesting to me that they suggested a possible category one through five certificate on the premium card that would cost anywhere from two fifty to four fifty, and it was striking to me because, in my view, you know, given the recent devaluation, so we've seen with high categories. Uh, I think a one through five certificate would be fair on the existing card, the existing lower annual fee card, not on the higher card. Um, you know, nowadays category one through four cert is just so much less valuable. I find them very difficult to use in California in particular, where everything's much more expensive. Like if you go to San Francisco, everything is at least category five, right? Um, a lot of the former category four properties, in California gone up to five, six or above. Um, you know, my hot take is arguably the one through four certificate is worse than every other hotel certificate you can obtain through the major you know, credit cards or point loyalty programs other than maybe the 35K Marriott certificate. Like, you know, even the the IHG 40K toppables true, I think is easier to use. Um, and, you know, okay, I, I just yeah. find I just find one through four so difficult because, you know, Oftentimes, I'll, I'll want to stay at a one through three, but I don't want to waste the certificate there because I'm not getting the full value. But then the properties I really want to stay are, are at are like five or above. So it's just like this very unsweet spot, in my opinion. So, I, you know, I would argue that one through five should be offered now on the existing card, not just the higher tier card, just given these devaluations. Sean, what do you think? I totally agree, and I will say, and I think you agree with me on this, that I am completely fine with them raising the annual fee on the lower tier card to 150. I have no issues with that because I understand they might need to raise it to justify a better certificate. Yeah, but yeah, with the cat one to four few years ago, great cert, not really an issue. Now that they keep removing all the cat four hotels, now we kind of need a better certificate. Yeah. I personally would prefer a toppable cert. Because 
with these fixed value, non-flexible certs, it always creates an issue because you're always trying to maximize it, right? So it's always annoying, as you said, if you're staying at a cat three or lower, you really don't want to use the cert. But if you're staying at a cat five, obviously you can't use it at all. So I would like it to be some kind of way to top it up. Maybe if, I, I don't know, like if it's a cat five or if the points are more expensive than 15,000 a night, I could top it up to some degree. That would be totally fine, with yeah. me, even with an increased annual fee. But they have to do something to this. They have to make it a little more usable because right now in the U.S., it's very hard. Internationally, yeah. not an issue. But in the U.S., it's getting too tough to use. I mean, I agree. Like, even if they don't want to give us one through five, fine. Make it a 15,000 point certificate that can be topped. And what we mean by toppable is you can um, combine a certificate with additional points for a higher value redemption. So, for example, if it were like a 15,000, uh, if a 20,000 point night, you know, that's out of reach for a one through four certificate. But if it was like a 15,000 point certificate, I can add 5,000 points to it to redeem for that. I would be pretty happy because it just makes it much more flexible. IHG has done this, Marriott has done this, albeit only up to additional 15K. And yeah, you know, Hilton, there's no need because you can book anything with the cert. But so I think Hyatt is really, really behind in the competition in terms of uh, being able to top up certificates. And yes, I agree with Sean. I would be okay with increasing annual fee to 150 if they gave us a one through five certificate or a more toppable cert. Um, you know, we recently saw the Hilton surpass go from a $95 annual fee to 150 annual fee, but I'd argue they made it better because now they give a $50 quarterly statement credits for Hilton. So you could get $200 rebated to each year for paying 150 annual fee, which to me is better than, you know, the previous $95 fee with no automatic rebate unless you spend toward the certificate. So I'm not saying Hyatt should go for that kind of strategy, the rebate, but I'm just saying, you know, we see that other issuers and other chains are raising annual fees, but giving better benefits. I think Hyatt should seriously consider that. Totally agree. And I also think they do need the sign-up bonus on this card is getting really old. I mean, it's been like the same thing for years now. I So it's like this stupid, I, I forget, it's like 30,000 points for spending 3,000 in three months, I think. And then it's like plus 2x points on all spending. Am I am I around on that? Is that the specific of what it is currently? Yeah, so it's, yes. Yeah, so $3,000 spend, you get 30,000 points, which it really is not that much compared to the competition. And then you'd have to spend a whole $15,000 to take advantage of the additional 30,000 points you get because basically they make it 2x on your first $15,000 of spend in the first six months. So then they market it as 60,000 points. But I would argue it's kind of deceptive because you earn that 1x on that first 15,000 spend anyway. And normally other cards aren't marketed where they consider that part of the spending toward the bonus to be part of the bonus so i would argue it's a forty-five thousand point offer so uh yeah very un uncompetitive unattractive offer and you have to spend so much to get so little so you should revamp yeah, that. i think they should just make it 50k points for 4k in three months spending simple done that's what every other card is doing yeah but you know what Not a, i will say uh, other cards other hotel cards have been giving like huge sign-up offers have seen their points devalue pretty rapidly and True. i would say high is one of the ones where they haven't devalued so you know to the extent that they haven't raised sign-up bonus if it's like a significant factor for them to not devalue points like i can kind of see why it might be a plus but 
I agree generally that the sub is unattractive. Yeah, I, I think I wondered like how much of it a factor it is because, you know, I feel like most people are transferring from ultimate rewards and we've uh, seen, you know, huge mega offers on the inks where they lower the spending. Yeah. And now maybe, of course, we're such a small percentage of these consumers that are actually like getting these inks and getting these major offers and that most people just get the Hyatt card and call it a day, spend on their Sapphire and transfer. So maybe, maybe it is a big factor. But so now let's talk about what we want to see on the new card, what we're hoping to see on this you know, from these yes. proposed this survey. So one, I think for me, I would actually hope for a 450 to 550 annual fee. I think if Hyatt's going to implement a premium card, let's make it a premium card. Let's not pull a bevy. Let's not pull a bountiful. <laughs> I'm refer- referring to the Marriott cards here. Let's actually make it a legitimate premium card. If you make it a 250 si- uh, annual fee, that's not enough of a, different- a differential between the lower tier Hyatt card because if you wanted to lower the, raise the lower tier annual fee, you don't have the room to do that anymore. So I think 450 should be really what we're talking about because that actually gives Hyatt enough money to play with to make the benefits of this card fairly interesting. Sherwin, is it, I mean, I, what are your thoughts, at least on the annual fee? I because agree. I would rather... your hot take. I completely agree. I'd rather pay a higher annual fee if it means it's going to give me more credits and benefits to offset that annual fee than kind of a mid-tier lukewarm annual fee of two you know, 200, 250, where I'm not really getting any tangible credits to offset that. The, you know, I'm always more concerned about effective annual fees than the exact annual fee sticker price itself. So uh, I agree. I think one important ask I'd have is to not give globalist status automatically. Uh, globalist is the top tier high status. It's considered the most valuable hotel status because of the consistent recognition of elite benefits including things like sweet upgrades, 4 p.m. late checkout, uh, free breakfast, free parking on award nights, uh, no resort fees, stuff like that. That really is what makes this program great. I fear that if they pull like a Hilton where, um, uh, you know, they just give everyone diamond top tier status on the Spire credit card, then you know, no one's ever going to get upgraded or get any meaningful elite recognition because there are too many elites. And I think... Hyatt probably has the right idea. They seem pretty protective of their status. You know, the survey indicates that, you know, they're not even contemplating giving global status um, entirely. I don't think they even want to give Explorer status indefinitely. They said they would want to give Explorer status for one year and then downgrade you to Discoverist in the future after that. So, yeah, I'm not too apprehensive about Hyatt making a wrong move about this, but I think it's a pretty important thing to Hyatt elites that the status not be too easy to earn totally 100 percent agree they need to protect globalists they cannot do what these other chains are doing i don't really have a problem if they want to give explorist because from what i understand explorist hasn't really been that valuable for most people anyways even given the room upgrade benefit so if they, even if they do want to give auto explorist you know if the annual fee is high enough that's fine just don't touch globalist globalist needs to be safe because you know even before any kind of new card comes out and they start giving these statuses away. Globalist is really difficult to earn and Globalist is really where all the benefits are. So don't, I think touch, one, don't touch that. But I think one approach they could take, and I, um, and I haven't seen this idea out there, so it's just w- something I came up with, was you know how they recently released those new Guest of Honor awards? Or Guest of Honor used to be a Globalist perk where Globalist could use their points to gift another state to another person and they would get all the Globalist benefits. Now Guest of Honor is a particular milestone reward where when you redeem it, 
but uh, you can even use it on your own stay and receive globalist benefits just for that stay, or you can gift it to another member. So it'd be cool if, you know, this premium card gave you like one or two guests of honor awards each year where, you know, you get to experience globalist benefits, but only for a limited number of stays. And that might entice you as a consumer to then like, oh, global's treatment was so good. Maybe I should now spend more nights at Hyatt and work toward that status because I liked the sneak peek that it gave me. Uh, I think this could be a potentially a good idea for Hyatt to you know, pull in more customers. So I'd be fine if they just kept it at Discover status, not even gave Explorist, since Explorist isn't you know, that amazing anyway, but you know, stuck in a one or two Guest of Honor awards each year uh, as part of keeping the high tier card. What, what do you think, Sean? That would be pretty cool, actually. I really like that idea. I think I'd only want them to give one because I don't want it to be a thing where it becomes oversaturated. But one would be nice because as let's say you're someone that takes, think of from the lens of someone that takes like one big vacation a year. And if you have the Hyatt points to use, it now makes it so that you don't even have to earn Globalist, and, but you can still experience those benefits on like the vacation that really means something to you. So... You're taking one big trip to Hawaii. You're taking one big trip to the Maldives. You do one trip every year and you just use your guest of honor on that trip. You get the full treatment of the status. You get the full benefit and you're not having, we're not having this situation where status becomes oversaturated because people are getting on every stay, but they're able to, you know, legitimately experience it. I, I do still fear that it could be something where if you had a lot of people with this card where it becomes oversaturated and it becomes yes. that, or you know, there's too many people using. I I think that could be an issue. So that that's one thing I'm a little worried about. I will say, because when you're giving it to all these, yeah, it, I know like globalists currently can book unlimited guest of honors, but there's enough friction there where it's not being completely abused. I mean, but that being said, starting in 2024, they're letting all these different awards, including guest of honor, be easily transferred from one member to another. I you know, I suspect there is inevitably going to be some secondary market there and you're going to see saturation so i really see this as not too not too different not too significant in light of that change i mean okay this is i'll counter with this so there will be a secondary market fully agree there but think about it from the average kind of consumer lens and where the competition is going to come from right now there's already a secondary market of globalist selling guest of honor award stays right it's going to exist it's going to be more legitimized once the these changes are rolled out and everything but the average consumer that's taking their casual trips, they don't know about our slash churning marketplace. They're not going on these forums, getting people to book them guest of honor awards. They still have to come from the globalist, from the people that really do know their stuff, the people that really do play this game. If it goes into the hands of the card holders and if they make it a benefit of the card, what will happen is the average consumer that doesn't play the game fully can now have easy access to these certificates even without wanting to, yes. you know, engage in a secondary market. So that that's the part I fear, but I do totally understand your point. Where but I, I would to argue a degree that, that exists. like, I agree with that, but I would argue that that easy but limited access is what Hyatt is going for. I think the whole intention of Guest of Honor is to allow someone who is not a globalist, experienced globalist, to enjoy it so much that they now feel motivated to work toward that elite status, right? And that brings in more revenue to Hyatt at the end of the day. So I think in light of that intention, me suggesting you know, like one or two guest of honors for a premium 
credit card for you to experience that and then feel the need to now earn points toward is like consistent with what they've been doing with guest of honor that's just my take on it no that totally makes sense i think i'm still worried about it just because i've seen the we've seen the saturation of globalist come up and it's something i'm worried about because to a degree if you scale that strategy up that's exactly hilton's strategy in, in in a sense that where their strategy is look we'll make diamond really easy to earn so then all the people that can't earn status now have hilton status where are you going to stay if you're an average person and you don't have hotel status, but you have a credit card, which gives you top tier status? They're like, oh, well, I'm obviously going to stay at a Hilton because I have no Marriott status or silver or whatever. I've got basically no IC status. I got no highest status. I have top tier elite diamond status at Hilton. So I'm going to go stay at Hilton. But I, I also do agree. I, I that very that is if it's scaled up pretty high. That's on the opposite end of the spectrum. But that is where my fear is coming from. But again, totally valid yes. points. Where that is, I totally, like, that's what Hyatt's already doing with Guest of Honor. It's right. to entice people to earn Globalist. Okay. I think that, that covers that pretty well. So what other things yeah. do we want to see? So obviously, if it's a, a 450 annual fee, there needs, or 550 for that matter, there needs to be some kind of credits and, you know, anniversary free nights to kind of justify that fee. So I'm thinking of, like, maybe a $300 credit. Uh, as long as it's, like, fairly easy to use. So, like... $300 at Hyatt properties. I would even be okay with Hyatt resorts only, like the Hilton Spire. Uh, but please make it an annual credit, not those annoying biannual or quarterly credits that Amex really likes to play. Um, yeah, Sean, what do you think? No, 100% agree. <laughs> I, it's getting ridiculous on Amex's side. I, I, you know, I'm had these like Hilton resort credits I was trying to use by the end of the year especially these new changes and I planned it out well, but the card anniversary was like in July, but it's the end of the year and they changed it. And I'm like stressing about it. It's, it's annoying. It's getting, I'm getting sick of it. So I, if Hyatt wants to do it differently and they want to incentivize spending at Hyatt properties, a Hyatt annual credits would be appreciated. Yes. However, they want to restrict it, restrict it to luxury brands. Fine. Restrict it to resorts. Fine. Make it annual, please. That would be nice. Um, you know, 300 for 450 annual fee be reasonable. 400 for 550 annual fee would be reasonable, in my opinion. Um, just don't make me have to do quarterly charges like the flight credit on the new Hilton Aspire. Um, also, like, make it like fairly easy to use. Like, I don't want to have to spend at like these obscure retailers that Amex likes to do, right? So, something like, uh, a dining credit that can be used at all dining would be appreciated. Something like a dining credit that can be only used at, I don't know, Shake Shack and Grubhub and these random things would not be appreciated. Uh, what do you think about something like the uh, Bonvoy Boundless's uh, $300 dining credit where it's split up $25 uh, per month, but you can use that at any restaurant? Oh, it's driving me nuts. I, I that credit, I hate it. Um, I'm able to get value out of it. It it's making the card work for me. It's just annoying because I wouldn't normally carry that card with me ever, but now I carry it just to use the credit. That's I don't what like they it. want you to do. They want you. To I know that's what card. they want to do. It's getting annoying as well because this is a hotel card. I don't like. I'm supposed to use this to a degree for hotels. The platinum, at least, okay. It's like a luxury lifestyle card. They're going fine. This is a hotel card. I'd like to use the, the hotel credit. I mean, so, do you feel the same way about the Hilton Aspire having a flight credit? 
that's annoying, but at least that's way easier to game because I like I you can stack those and at least it's quarterly, not monthly. I don't like it either. I preferred the old airline incidental credit, but I'll tolerate it. I don't love it, but that's tolerable. Yeah. The Marriott one is where I'm starting to get annoyed because, you know, it's a monthly credit now. And that's that's just annoying. And it's like 25 bucks. So it's not really enough for like a two person sit down dinner, but it's like this weird amount as well. So like you're always going to yeah. be spending a bit over on it. You just have to go to McDonald's and buy $25 gift cards <laughs> or something. I'm just kidding. Um, but I think one of the reasons why I don't like the Bonvoy boundless credit as much is because your multipliers are trash. So you wouldn't really want to use it for 3x Marriott points for dining because you can get 3x or 4x transferable points on other cards. So that's kind of an annoying part, uh, which brings me to my next point. Um, I think better multipliers would be really helpful for this card. Um Especially since I think the current multipliers on the World of High card are just so uncompetitive. You know, you get 1x on everything, uh, which doesn't make sense because you could get 1.5 on the Ink Limited or Freedom Unlimited um, and transfer those to Hyatt if a Sapphire or Ink Preferred card, right? Um, so I would never put my normal spend on it unless I'm trying to go for the 15k certificate or trying to earn Elite 9 credits. And even like 2x on Dining is inadequate since so many cards get you 3x transferable points including chase 3x to hyatt uh many of their cards for dining so i actually really like the idea they had in the survey of 3x on top to spend categories that change based on your spend so they would look at the different categories and see what you're spending on the most and give you 3x for both of them um you know, if they did that, I would use a high card on dining. You know, if I'm getting 3x, on, I would use it for gas or grocery or whatever. Uh, you know, right now, I I can't justify putting dining spend on my Hyatt card because it only earns 2x instead of 3x on my, you know, Freedom or Sapphire cards that can be transferred to Hyatt anyway. Uh, so I think 3x on those rotate categories would be good. It kind of follows the Hyatt business card where they let you do 2x. Um, on your top two or three categories, I forgot. What What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think that would be interesting to do. I I'd like that. I'd also like to see a uh, increased Hyatt multiplier. Six X at Hyatt would be nice. Yeah. That would be a really cool way to differentiate it. Make it a you know a, a card for someone that actually like is doing a lot of Hyatt spending. But yeah, the getting the three X on your top two spending categories that would be pretty interesting and make it a more catch all card. I would also. I would like to see, we've talked about this like for the other card, but a better, like a good cert, cat one to five for this. I mean, come on. If we're doing a premium card, cat one to five ain't a premium cert, especially compared to Marriott Brilliance and Hilton Aspire. Cat one to seven would be ideal. Now, if they're putting these other big Hyatt credits on the card, fine. It doesn't need to be super, super high, but toppable point cert. If you want to do cat one to five, maybe just do 20K point certificate that's toppable. No issues with that. That would be fine. Uh, I would also... I think for a 450 annual fee, I would want to see 25k toppable, to be honest. I, I agree. It, I, but if, let's say, there was like a $300 annual Hyatt credit that could be used anything at Hyatt, and then they did like a 20k toppable, I'll, I'll accept sure. that. Sure. I think the most interesting one, for me personally, that they discussed is bonus on the milestone rewards, where hmm. every milestone reward you reach past 60 nights would be doubled so meaning every 10 nights past 60 you would be able to earn 
either 20k points or two sweet upgrade awards. And, you know, maybe it's past 60 nights, maybe they lower the threshold, maybe they do it at certain tiers. But something like that for me as someone who's able to rack up quite a bit of Hyatt Knights would be very cool because that would provide some, you know, doubling your milestone rewards. The milestone rewards in Hyatt already completely blow every other program out of the water. Being able to double those would be absurdly good. If I was able to get, you know, spend 10 more nights, get two sweet upgrade awards. That means once you reach past 60 nights, you would be able to indefinitely upgrade your stays to sweets for the year because you would be staying 10 nights, but you'd earn two sweet upgrade awards. Two sweet upgrade awards could use for up to 14 nights. So you could just keep earning enough sweet upgrade awards to always stay in sweets if you were, you know, past 60 nights. So that would be the most interesting benefit for me. I know it's more niche because you have to spend actually all those nights and it would work for Globalist Light, but I would love that. That would be a very interesting perk to reward, you know, the the top tier loyal members. But again, I could see it not being viable. Yeah, I think it's cool, but I don't think it's really that interesting to me because I don't usually go over 60 nights that much. Uh, But yeah, I think, I don't know, I'm more interested in like giving a guest of honor award than something I could get when I reach 70 or 80 nights or something. Um, but also, like, realistically, do you need that many sweet upgrade awards? I feel like lot. I'm always seeing people ask, I have these sweet upgrade awards that are going to expire. What do I do with them? So, uh, but, I have two expiring in February. So I will say it as someone who has two expiring yes. in, in like a month and a half. But I, they're still cool. I think my biggest... The reason for me, at least, I wasn't able to utilize them all is I just sometimes would be like, ooh, I should save them for better stays. If I had just burned them all, it would have been fine. Yep. And that's how I feel about category one through four certificates that are expiring <laughs> as well. Um, anything else? Let me see. I don't think we need something like Party Pass or TSA PreCheck credit since everything has these. I'd rather, you know, Chase not spend the money making those partnerships or giving that credit um i put it towards some more interesting and unique perks um that other cards don't have uh, i will say a party pass could be useful if it gives access to that like um the chase sapphire lounges that other party passes don't have but other than that uh you know we we just have too many party passes and <laughs> tsa pre-checks sean what do you think i agree especially in the pre-check and the clear and stuff i the one, I, at first I was thinking, yeah, sick of priority pass, I don't want it. The only thing is, because it would be a visa priority pass, if it provided restaurant access, that would be very nice for me as someone whose all my priority passes are currently Amex or Capital One. So yeah. I don't have priority pass restaurant access. That would be the exception. But yeah, I'm kind of getting sick of all these travel cards providing the same benefit. I get why they do it, because for the average consumer that only wants one high annual fee card at most, you know, yeah. it's able to entice them in, but I'm getting real sick of it because I know that part of my annual fee money is going to a benefit that I literally get zero utility out of. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree there. I mean, it's cool sometimes that even like low annual fee cards, like the ISG Premier, which is $99, has like TSA pre-check credit, but we just have so many of these now that it's not really necessary. Also, uh, I want the ability to get more than one of these. Um, you, you might've heard us talk repeatedly about getting like multiple Hilton Aspires, stacking the credits, getting multiple free night awards from Hilton, which can be used at any property. So it's like literally such an OP card and the credits always come out ahead of the annual fee. And I think it would be great if, you know, 
you know, assuming this Hyatt card is really worth it, has good cert, has good certificate, has great other perks, that we'd be able to get multiple of these. Um, currently, with the the Hyatt personal card, there's no way to get more than one of these since there's no upgrade or downgrade path. You can't get it if you already have it. So the most you have is one. Um, I don't know if it will be possible if, like, in the future, you can get, you know, the current $95 one and the premium one, and you can upgrade that one to another one, and you can continually get more. That would be cool. What do you think, Sean? Yeah, I would love that as well. I think the most interesting thing we'd have to see there is how they handle the Elite Qualifying Knights stacking, because we've seen with the Marriott cards, they don't stack unless it is a personal and a business one. So you can't just get all the Marriott cards rack up 15 EQNs on each and get titanium instantly. You only can get a max of 25 currently on the personal from the Brilliant, and then you have to get the business and you can stack those. But I, I think it would be cool if they added a way to stack them. Now, with that said, there would have to be some limitation or cap on it because we don't want people to just get 10 of these cards and get like instant globalist or something. Yes. Because if it's a <laughs> card that pays for itself anyways, there would be people doing that. So that's my only concern there. Other than that, yeah, I'd love to see an ability to get multiple. Yes. Do you think there should be easier to earn Elite Knight credits with spend? Because, I mean, the current personal card is, uh, what is it, $5,000 spend will net you two Elite Qualifying yeah. Knights? So what, and the what business kind of, is what, five EQNs for 10000 in spending. Yes. So, so what kind of thing would you want to see for this one? I mean, I think we'd want to see something better than the business, given that it's this is going to have a higher annual fee. So yes. I would like to see, I mean, on the aggressive end, maybe 3,000 in spending for two uh, for two EQNs. 3,500 maybe we could do it because if you're doing, for the business side, right, you're effectively earning, if you're spending in $10,000 increments, you're effectively earning, you know, one EQN for $2,000 in spending. So hmm. it, maybe they could do it for like one EQN for every $2,000 in spending. That could be an interesting way too. It'd be the same rate as the business card but your increment could be lower. So where there's a competitive advantage there, where if you're, you know, you know, not in that, that final increment of 10,000, that could be yes. fine. Uh, but but I, I would, would like to really see some be spenders. excited about it. If they offered better multipliers, like one of the issues yeah. is, you know, if my family put all of our spending on our high card, we could reach globalist much easier, but there's just such a big opportunity cost of doing so. If it's only earning one X and two X. So, you know, if they give us serious multipliers, like the three X being proposed or even better, like I think it would be a much better proposition for spending towards status. I, I, absolutely, it would make it so much easier to because you're right. Like there's right now there is a it's fairly easy. I want to be careful. Easy quote unquote to attain globalist status via spend compared with what we've seen on the airline fronts. You can achieve globalist status with like what 120 thousand spend, give or take, you know, ten thousand or so. Which is, okay, I, I understand that's a lot of spending, but compared with, let's say, American Airlines Executive Platinum, Delta Diamond now, these other statuses, top-tier status that is legitimately valuable, achievable for a spend like that is, relatively speaking, quote-unquote cheap. Not cheap compared to IHD Diamond, but, you know, to some degree, especially considering you earn the milestones to get you there because you're earning the late qualified nights. So, Adding the multiplier, but the problem, as you said, is the multipliers are trash because if you're doing that, you're actually paying a bunch of money equivalently in either other points yeah. you're losing or the cash back you're lost to get that status. So if they made the multipliers better, it would be a stronger incentive to go, okay, I can actually do all my spending on this card to attain yes. globalist and not waste a bunch of points. Yeah. 
Oh, and I think I'll throw in another thing taking inspiration from like Ice G, like if they give you like a 10% rebate on redemptions or even something like a four for fifth night free, which we have not seen yet from Hyatt. Um, Ice G, Marriott, Hilton all have some kind of version of it, either through status or through their credit card. That'd be great. But I would say it's not like a must have compared to the other stuff we talked about, but it would be really nice. I agree. I would love to see something like that. It's It always adds like a bit of frustration because I never want to redeem IHG points now or Marriott points or Hilton points for that matter for anything but the increment of nights in which I get the night free because it, you know, it feels like a waste. Yes. So that's the one thing, but I, it would be cool if they did that. You know, I, fifth night free would be great, especially for these longer stays. Uh, it's cool. Four night free is even better because you can actually, it's much easier to justify four nights usually, but it, it would be cool. It would add a bit of stress, but I would, it would be fun to see. I, I would yeah, my hot take is that the IHG's fourth night free through their credit card is like so, so, so much better than fifth night free that Mil- Mira and Hilton have. I find four night stays already on a long end, but pretty doable if it's like a nice vacation or something. Uh, five nights is kind of hard for a lot of situations. So. Yeah, because the problem is if you're staying like four nights in a Marriott or Hilton, like you mathematically, you have to stay the fifth because why would you not? It's literally a free night, but you don't always want to do that. You might not always have the time for that. IHG, the math changes much sooner because, okay, if you're at three nights, you have to stay a fourth night, but that's not, you know, you're not, it's not super, super long at that point. Yeah. Compared to Hilton or Marriott. Yeah. But, you know, I kind of doubt they'll do, I feel like Hyatt's very protective about the value of their points. So definitely, I doubt they'll do that, but uh, hopefully they'll implement some of the other suggestions that we have. Uh, yeah. Any takeaways, Sean, before we wrap up? I think we should, you know, give a disclaimer that this is all speculation. This could, because as we've seen with the Hilton Aspire survey and the actual implementation of the card, it was very different. So this could be very different than what we're saying. These are what we're hoping to see. But I do think they are aiming this in the right direction. I don't like what they did with the business card. Hopefully they take it a bit of a better direction here. As long as they add a couple of tangible credits, certificates, or benefits, which could provide an easy way to offset the annual fee, I think we're on in good track here. And I really do like the fact that in the survey, there was no indication at all for any direct earning of globalist status, which I think is very, very, very important for the World High program. So I am very much looking forward to this card. Yes, I agree. I also appreciate that they're trying to increase the category for the certificate but frankly you know given the valuations as i said i want to see more well you know toppable certs i want to see one through six one through seven i frankly want to see one through five already or toppable 15k on the current 95 dollar you know fee card which i'm open to being increased to like 150 or so so that's kind of my big takeaway so if you enjoyed our discussion today and this episode please do check out our Discord server. Link in the description below. Um, you know, it's an elite group of travelers. We talk about a lot of stuff, including Hyatt. It's completely for free. We don't try to sell you anything. Please check it out. Um, it's been a really useful resource uh, for me, myself. Sean, do you want to plug our links? Yeah, so if you want to help support the channel directly, the easiest way by far is to use our affiliate links if you ever plan to apply for any credit cards. Doesn't cost you anything. Make sure the offers are good but it really, really does help us out. Like you have no idea how good it is. So links in the description for that. But yeah, we really, really hope you've enjoyed watching. Please give this video a like and subscribe. 
and we will see you next week.